0: Yo, Rob Harvilla from 60 Songs That Explain the 90s here to inform you that we are back with 30 more songs because the 90s were super long and had a ton of rad music. Please join us every Wednesday for more 60 Songs That Explain the 90s only on Spotify.
1: what's up everybody we back r2c2 in person bro we found the studio we
0: did man. i like this studio too this <laughs> nice. is nice yeah, yeah. it's kind of got a uh it's it's got a cool vibe to it yeah, yeah. i mean
1: you know yeah I, I love it yeah
0: we and it's been a while since we were in an actual studio i know because if you think about it we did we've only done a few in-person pods since the pandemic
1: yeah we did i feel like
0: the last person we had
1: in was like sue maybe huh
0: Maybe at, at the, uh, the at the one downtown studios downtown that we yeah. used to use with uninterrupted. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Which actually that's a good segue just to let the audience know. This will be our final pod in our relationship with the ringer. Um I wanna thank everybody there who has uh who's been there for us through the two years. Um and uh and Bobby Wagner, our producer, who was just a a wonderful welcome addition via The Ringer, who we absolutely love, um, and let our audience know nothing changes for our audience. So nothing as a consumer changes for you. Same RSS feed moving forward. Same Thursday schedule date with bonus episodes as well. Same YouTube page. So make sure you're subscribed to that. We're just going to keep on trucking. It's just you're not going to see the ringer on our logo anymore, or Spotify. Uh, but you'll still be able to get the pod in the same place. And we just want to say thanks for uh, the support from the ringer over the last two years. And when there's a new landing spot, we'll let you guys know. Um, but see, uh, there's um, there's various different things we want to dive into today. But we both felt it was only appropriate to uh, start – with the tragedy that happened in Texas yesterday.
1: Yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy times right now. You know, I mean, the tragedy that happened in Texas yesterday, you know, what happened in Buffalo a yeah. few days ago. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a sad time. Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know how to feel. I don't know, I mean, obviously, sadness and, you know, anger and all these different things. But, like, it's just no, you know, it's, it's weird because it's like no solution. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the shits keep keep happening. It is no way we can get numb to this. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we need to make sure that we don't, um, like I said, just get numb to this. Or like Steve Kerr said, and he yeah. said so well, um, get numb to this. But man, it's it's crazy what you have to think about sending your kids to school. I mean, you got a little one now yeah. and you know, in a couple of years, she'll be off to school, and, and that's not one thing that you need to be worried about is her getting shot at the school. Yeah. Like, you think, ab- think about just, when you say that, it's like, crazy. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy man. to fucking think about that we're yeah. living in that time. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's a completely fucking sad day, and I don't yeah. want to sit here and elaborate on it. I don't know what yeah. to what the solution is. I don't know what we can do. Um but, but, just you know keep the thoughts and prayers you know and of, of those families and those children in our in our in our hearts yeah
0: and and I think what you said right is not getting numb to it i um I mean as soon when I heard the news yesterday, I was at the stadium. It was hard for me to do I was like right before I was going to do my pregame report. It was hard to do it i I was crying a lot, uh and so I saw Michael Kay when he finally brought it up on air, same thing happened to him. I mean, obviously, any of us who are human are going to feel that, but especially if you 're a parent. I mean, and now I am, I just like i can't imagine you know i can't even talk about it now i'll I'll get emotional as well, yeah. like sending your kids to school and not seeing them again it's like it's it's unthinkable no. so i I don't know what the solutions are either, but like to to think that nothing should change I, I don't understand how anybody could be emboldened. By Everything is okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I I can't sit here and say, like, this is definitively going to change things. I do agree with everything Steve Kerr said. No problem putting my name on that. Mm -hmm. Everything he said, I totally agree with. And the the crazy thing is the vast majority of us in this country agree Agree with with what Steve Steve Kerr said. That is not a a partisan thing. That is a few select people in power who get paid by a certain group thing. That's what that is. All of us, the vast majority of us, regardless of your political affiliation, want certain things to happen, very specific things to happen. Um, We're not talking about total bans. We're talking about, you know, a a different level of checks Uh, and – and it's just like but regardless just for anybody to feel like this is okay i just don't i don't I don't understand it um especially when you look at other countries and and uh and it just doesn't happen there it doesn't happen anywhere else A- and and you know it's, it's not like they're not dealing with the same uh, level of mental mental health. Yeah. Like, exactly. (laughs) You know, and and that doesn't mean that the mental health aspect doesn't need to be addressed too. Right. Like, because that is real, but to, to think that it's just that, and that's it. No, you know, it's, I'm sorry. It's not, it's not just that. Um, and, uh, and so I just like, I, like, I afterwards, uh, I thought Steve Kerr was right. Like, you know, it's, it's important not to just like, make it something you're scrolling past on the Mm -hmm. news like oh another one like no that that shouldn't be the reality for anybody here or anywhere you know so i agree see i i don't know what all you know what all the solutions are but i know that um i know that like all of us need to keep it more front of mind and not not become numb to it yeah it's crazy It, it is it is ridiculous um so uh just wanted to start with our thoughts on that and obviously sending the you know the deepest prayers, which I'm sure are of no uh, consolation whatsoever to those distraught families who our hearts just break for. Um, there's, no, there's no easy way to segue to anything uh, you know, sports-related when you're talking about something like that. But, um, see, let's segue to something that was sort of um, emotional but also beautiful at Yankee Stadium on Tuesday night with Jose Trevino. Mm-hmm. And uh, I interviewed him on the field after the game and he was emotional, and I, it was funny because I looked at him. I was like, I, th- I, I just saw his eyes, and I was like, I think he's crying, you know. But I, I, I didn't know for sure. And then once I asked him my first question, I realized it was. And the first thing he started with is somebody who's from Texas, you know. He, he shared his, his thoughts and and, and his prayers and love for the people uh, affected by this tragedy. But then he also said he was like, you know, uh, there's, there's another reason behind these tears, and I'll explain later. And he explained in the clubhouse, and this I just thought it was. You know, one of those moments where his spine tingling, listening, where Jose Trevino, in case you don't know the story, um, he has he's had two career walk-offs now. One was on Father's Day, mm-hmm. his first, I think it was his first big league game. I think it was his first game. Yeah, his debut. And the other was yesterday, which was his father's birthday. His father passed away in 2013, and his father was a diehard Yankee fan and used to play out for him the moment in the bottom of the ninth at Yankee Stadium walk-off hit and you could see him run into second base afterwards yelling the pop me, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 I mean like again I it just like uh it was so beautiful hearing him express that see it was like just such a touching moment yeah that's a
1: cool moment especially like when you lose a parent like the the day that you know their birthday or father's day or mother's day is always a big thing for you so um, for him to be able to hit a walk-off on his dad's birthday is, is super cool and be able to, like, relive that moment, you know. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's what the game is about. And, you know, th- those are, you know, that's how kids grow up loving the game. Like, you know, you grew up playing with your dad. I grew yep. up playing with my dad and those different things. And to be able to live that out on the biggest biggest stage and, the you know, in a big moment is awesome.
0: Yeah, man. It's it, It's true. I was actually thinking about that, like, playing with my dad and, like, in the backyard yeah. going through situations, you know, and then, like, you're actually doing it and you know you're like i mean i, I think about you with your father always telling you you were going to be a yankee. Play for the yankee, yeah, same. Right? Like yeah. like it, it's just it's amazing and, and i also think i wanted to ask you like trevino has like this soul to him mm-hmm. which you can feel. I mean how important is it to have guys like that in the clubhouse?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's huge just to have, like, just genuinely good people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and for me, I didn't really realize how big of a difference it makes to have good people. But when I was with the Indians, they would they would rather lose with 25 good guys— and then win a World Series with 25 assholes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I would always be like, well, why we, Why do we need so many nice guys?
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give but, me some talent in here. But I understand it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah.
1: you need those guys. Um, that's, like, the glue to your team. Those yeah. stories, those type of guys come in happy every day. I was in the clubhouse a couple days ago. He came in and gave me a big hug, and it's just exciting. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So so, um, yeah, I mean, you need those genuine it was swishing for us in 09. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you need those type of people um, to glue your squad together.
0: It, it's interesting because I think sometimes people, and this is the world of nuance, which nobody ever wants to tread into in our, you know, reaction uh, entertainment culture, but people will look at, the chemistry aspect that you're talking about and they say like well you know it doesn't matter if you don't have talent if you don't have good players well yeah of course like you're not going to win a world series Without if your team players. yeah if you don't have good players but you know what you also probably aren't going to win if you have a bunch of good players and they're all assholes yeah i mean i'm not trying to be funny but that's what the yankees had in the early 2000s oh think about they like had, randy johnson they kevin brown had really brown. good teams yeah. with a bunch of assholes yeah right <laughs> you exactly know what I'm saying?
1: like hey, well, and that's why they didn't win they just slapped talent together yeah Think- and and I think in by the time that we came around in 09 I think Cash was like let me figure out like let me get the talented guy that can like actually help my fucking
0: clubhouse. Yes. And I yes. think that's
1: what he that's what he started to look for. I
0: I, I remember very vividly when he was recruiting you uh and he, at that time I didn't have a relationship to have any inside knowledge but just like reading about it and Cashman talking about he CC Sabbathia is a crucial part to our team. and talking about it like you were already there before he <laughs> had even had you. But he talked about like needing you to kind of bridge the gap, to, you know, to bring people together in the room. He talked about the importance of that.
1: And he told me that, and that scared me to death at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, like, a big responsibility. That's a bigger responsibility than, like, actually going out and pitching well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, like, so everything that goes in the clubhouse now is my responsibility. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's bigger than just taking care of your seven innings. That's yeah. bigger than just
1: going out and yeah. pitching. Um but I didn't realize all of that shit came natural to me anyway. Mm. I'm nosy. I'm going to be in everybody's <laughs> business and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to try to find solutions and figure out how everybody can get along. So yeah. I didn't know that, that that actually came natural to me. You know what I'm saying? I thought that I was going to have to, like, insert myself in that, in yeah. that role, and I didn't. Mm. And I mean, even with all the guys that were here and all the stars, it just kind of came naturally.
0: Yeah, that is really interesting. See, I, so you can like when when Cashman sat down with you, that was part of his conversation. That was with you. the main part. Wow. That was
1: the main part of the conversation. Was it wasn't about he had nothing to say about pitching. Yeah, nothing to say about innings, any of that stuff. It was all about the club, and that was all I was talking to him about. Yeah, was the clubhouse because I had heard so much about. Yeah. you know how bad it was there.
0: Yeah, Jeter, A. Rod, whatever, whatever. talk. Yeah, well, yeah, all of the yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah.
1: I'm saying. So I mean, that's all you ever hear. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that was that was our main talk, yeah. for, you know, for the two, three, three meetings that we had.
0: How many, like, how hard is it to have a? Is it hard to have a couple guys who you're like, yeah, hey, I don't like that guy, but I can still root for him. Like, how hard do you when you have guys in the clubhouse? You're like, yeah, I don't really like that dude because out of twenty five guys. Maybe that's going to happen with a few, right? Yeah. Like, is it hard to 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 root for dudes that on you your team like. that you don't like, or is it easy?
1: Yeah, no, I don't think. I think when you out there everybody loves everybody you yeah. know what i'm saying like we want to win a game and yeah. that all has nothing to do with like your ability yeah um so when you out there it's just we, we i want you to do well for us to win
0: yeah yeah i got you um it's it, it, it it's uh it's always interesting because it's a. You know me. I play with a lot of guys I don't like. I know. I, you know what I'm
1: saying. But I don't have a problem like rooting for them. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with their baseball skills. I got you. Like I like I like their baseball skills. Yeah. Might fucking hate you as a person.
0: Yeah. But, <laughs> but I want you. To I help need me you right to run right some now. shit yeah, down yeah. for me. I want you to don't help run right some now. shit down for yeah, me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ex- I understand. You can still root for them. <laughs> One of the more astonishing moments of my like baseball life because I I was that way. I, I always felt like I was a unifier in the clubhouse, like a leader, a glue person. You know, we didn't have a clubhouse. I only made it to dugout. I, to I only say, made it to dugout. What level. clubhouse? Uh, just, just, just the dugout. <laughs> I only made it to the dugout. But, but like, that was... <laughs> I, I took pride in that role, but um, one of the more shocking things I've ever experienced was when I was in high school, uh, my junior year, the two best players on my team admitted to me that they rooted against each other because they wanted to have better stats than the other one, and I remember. Oh, that's trash. Trash, and I remember when I heard that it was the second I knew, and that team had a ton you of got talent. No fucking chance. No of winning. chance. No. no. No chance. I knew we had no chance of winning. Man, when when I heard that, I you was just what's like crazy blown is that, away.
1: Like so, those play- beat both of, neither one of those players are really good. Because if you're really really good, yeah. Like, you don't give a fuck about what this guy's going to do because I'm, like, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm going to do my thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. me and my my best friend Dave Bernstein were the two best players on the team our whole lives. Yeah. And I, like, I never even once thought about, you know what I'm saying, like, either what he was doing or... No. You no, know, like, I need you to play well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want this shit to be all my fault. No. So, like, yeah. I, I always... And yeah. I, I don't know, I always wanted to be like a part of yeah like I, like i always envied what oakland had in in uh zito hudson and Motor. like i, all, I yeah. wanted to be a part of like a tree you know what i'm yeah. saying like i don't want it to be like every time i go out there i have to fucking win yeah like i need yeah. somebody behind me that can help me like yeah so i think that's just a like a part of who you are yeah you know what i'm saying like more so than than anything i think you know just people that, that like to be a part of a team.
0: Uh, right, exactly. I love that. That's the thing I miss most about not playing sports, honestly, is that feeling of being a part of a team. There's something yeah. very special about that. Like, I get it in spurts of work, you uh-huh. know, where like when you're with the same crew all the time, like I kind of have it with my uh, women's college crew and WNBA crew with like Rebecca Lobo and Holly Rowe and uh, and Andrea Carter and then uh, my, my net's on yes because we've been together for so long as well. But – um that I, that's a it's special being a part of a team. It is,
1: but I don't miss being a part of a team. You don't? At all. You, like, not even a little bit. I feel bit. like
0: you just contradicted yourself in no, 30 no, no, seconds there. No,
1: no, no. I just, like, because I did it for
0: so long. And now you're on your own.
1: Yeah, you know
0: what I'm saying? Like You I were don't, Destiny's child and now you're I don't Beyonce. Miss,
1: I don't miss worrying about if Gardy's going to piss off this person. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I got
0: like, Controlling the dynamics. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't,
1: like, that shit got to be old for yeah. me because I was so much in control of what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That. So for yeah. me, I was like, this is, like, great. I don't have to call nobody. Yeah. I don't need to hit nobody in the off season. I don't need to do nothing. Like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I call people at my own time. Yeah. Like, and do whatever the fuck I want to do. So... I think because I played for so long that it's the same thing with competition. Yeah. Like, I don't really like competition anymore. You know what I'm saying? I saw that on the golf course when I tried to keep score. But then when it comes out, like, at Central Park, I turn into an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll fucking fight the other team. Like, go ask Matt Siegel and fucking Mike Lunetta. Like, I get pissed off. So, like... I can't. I don't. I don't want to live that life no more. Cause it's not me no more.
0: Yeah, it's it's one way or another for you. It's it, like you're it, either, I'm letting either it go going I'm, balls to the wall. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or I'm fucking chilling.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. I there's no in between. I know what you mean, though. Like I I get it. Like if the competitive switch is flipped for it's, me, there, it's, yeah. it's only on or off. Yeah. There's
1: no fucking halfway. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I, like I'm trying
0: to fucking win. Yeah. Or we shouldn't be playing. On the golf course, that switch will get flipped for me. Like mid-round sometimes because (laughs) i will go in with the right approach of like hey ryan you never play your handicap's 28 just have fun today you're playing in a a match where you could just kind of help out anyway but your other teammates gonna carry you anyway and then like i get off to a good start i like i'm like oh you know what i'm kind of playing bogey golf right now i'm through seven holes i'm locked in then all of a sudden shank shank Bang with the club, yep. you know, throw it somewhere. Cause now I have expectations. Now I'm being competitive.
1: Yo, yesterday was a, like yesterday I went into with Mo had his golf tournament in, oh yeah. in, uh, New Rochelle. Did you give Andy a hug for me? I did, I saw him. We yeah. went to breakfast yesterday. It was fun actually. Nice. Um but I went in like cause I had just won Jeter shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, yeah, I won you that won Jeter's it. Yeah. thing. I won. Nice. I won the fucking close to all that. Whatever. Yeah. I won a bunch of shit that weekend. So I was going into most thing, like, I'm gonna win this thing today. <laughs> and I played like absolute fucking dog shit. Did you really? Like it was like the first time I ever played golf in my life.
0: Oh my god. I didn't e- man. I couldn't
1: even get out of it until like seven holes in. You oh. know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even help us. It. Like, cause I was just so yeah, like I'm I'm gonna win. Like yeah, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? You never play, like you're not good enough to like but that's what, show up to a golf course and say you're gonna win
0: a tournament. But that's what the sport Stupid. does to you. It does so it, it, it makes you feel absolutely incompetent. And then, as competent as can be, oh my I can't God. think of a sport that where you can vacillate oh, that like range. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By the end of it, I was like, "Oh, I'm back." Like yeah, yeah, exactly. I drove home like,
1: "Oh, I'm back. Like, I'm good."
0: <laughs> now, now you're ready to. What's the, the goal? The first this? seven
1: holes, I was fucking falling <laughs> apart. My my goal is to get down to like ten or twelve. Handy, cap. Yeah, you, this summer you've broken ninety, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Broke, I broke I broke I've 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 shot in the eighties. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so 90, what, yeah, what's yeah.
0: is there a new goal? Is there like break eighty or we think that's <laughs> no, still a just year two off? Oh, that's way off. Okay. I got a long yeah. time for that. Yeah. yeah. I'm still I gotta
1: work on my putting.
0: Okay. Yeah. You I lose a lot of strokes there if you're the big if you don't time. Know. Yeah. I'm like three yeah. three putting every but it's just. like it's not the most glamorous thing to go into a putting green and just No, fuck that. Yeah.
1: That's that's what uh next time the I'm actually may I may go from here. To yeah, nice. I Good. may go from here straight to fucking uh like chipping and putting. Yeah. That's all I need to do until Tahoe.
0: You know what? You just brought up something interesting. And I'm not sure um, you know, we're pretty transparent on this podcast, but there's still some things we have to keep guarded. But so I'm gonna ask this and you may say no. Uh, but I'm wondering if there's something. You talked about like how the weight of like having to um you know keep the clubhouse together, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you're also managing it, it, that's not like a small group, right? That's 25 egos yeah, and everything. Yeah, and it's the Yankees. Yeah, so yeah right, it's right. So like a motherfucker's making a lot of money. Yeah, right, right, right. There's a lot to it. And you said sometimes you have to hit someone in the off season. Can you remember a story that is something shareable where you, like, you, like, had to, like, you have to talk to someone or, like, mend a fence or, like, call in the off season or a conversation you had to have where you're like, I'm dreading this, but I know I need to do it, or... Um...
1: Nah, not really. I mean... I guess it kind of would have been – I mean, all that stuff with that, that offseason that AJ left. You know oh, what I'm yeah. Saying? Like they were trying to find a pitching coach and yeah. if they were going to trade him. Yeah. Um, just, just all of that stuff probably would have been the, the hardest time.
0: Yeah. Just trying to balance all the yeah. – like the, all, the, all the personalities stuff
1: and, is just like – you know, because I live here, so it's like, hey, this player signing. When you come down to the – Yeah, person, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like little yeah. stuff like that or can you call and recruit this guy or can you do that um, – but I, I guess it would have been that offseason AJ because me and AJ were really close yeah you know we our families are still cool and uh that was a tough that was a tough time yeah no. and I was pissed off too because I felt like they brought Larry in. It, me and Larry you know obviously our relationship is great now we yeah. you know but I felt like they just only brought Larry in to, to fix AJ mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and yeah. I was like so what about the rest
0: of us yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, Like yeah so
1: um yeah it was a little bit of tension there
0: yeah no I I that that makes total sense um See, it's also interesting, man. The Yankees, we talked about last pod. They've gotten off this historically great start. But you also just know that, like, Boone has talked about this last couple days, like, the adversity is coming for you. You always know it. Like, it's coming for you. Man, they just got hit with an avalanche of injuries, like illness. L- L- I feel losing, so bad for Losing Jack is Green. be
1: tough.
0: I know. M- we're on the same uh, sleep schedule for our young daughters, me and Greening. Really? Yeah, yeah. We're we're bonding yeah, over he's it. He's such a great Taking human. Taking care You to talk about
1: a great human being? Oh. Chad Green is like salt oh. of the earth. He's he, one of the, the nicest, oh. awesomest people I've ever been around, dude. The he's best. a TV guy. You
0: talk to him about shows? No, we talk oh, about. He bro. watches other sports all the time, and he's into who He's a big hoops fan. So oh no. He's yeah. a
1: he's a big show guy.
0: Cause. Really, big oh. big show guy. I gotta talk to him about that today because yeah, we no. talk a lot. No, no, no I, he's I a show Chad. guy. Cause yeah. Yo, go oh. up to him, and just start talking to him about okay, so shows. I'll, today, I'll talk to him about that because yeah. he's been in the clubhouse. I'll last randomly few
1: days. text Chad Green in the middle of December like, "Hey, check out this show," and he'll yeah. you know be like, he'll either say, "Hey, I already watched it," or, he's or I, "I need something to watch." <laughs> like, so I love Greeny.
0: He he's a he is a phenomenal phenomenal dude. I feel bad for him too because it's right before his free agency, yeah, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I know he'll be I okay, just, and, not, yeah, no, yeah, but, shut up. yeah, but he, I just like, it's one of the difficulties of where I feel for relievers because yes. relievers are, you know, I mean, I think about Dellen as well. You yeah, know? But that's why yeah. you got to
1: take whatever they offer you, man. Yeah. When they offer you a long-term contract, yeah. I don't care what it's for or what you think you're worth, you better sign that deal, man, especially as a reliever.
0: Yeah. Because I mean the the um the relievers who get multiple big deals like a Chapman or a Mo or uh, Joe Kelly yeah those are like outliers you yes. know I mean the the much more common scenario is like I'm really good for a period of time and then I'm hurt or I'm not. You know, like and because
1: the, time, the period of time that you're really good, they're gonna overuse you.
0: Yeah, of course they are. Of course they are. It's a tale as old as time. Look at any baseball franchise; it happens over and over and over again. And, I,
1: and that's why I thought, like in the CBA, it should have been more of a pay scale for those young relievers that get abused. Yeah. Than for the guy that's going to win the rookie of the year. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Like yeah. that pot in the CBA should have been more for the, like thinking about those guys. Yeah. That kind of get screwed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, I do. That, that are really great early in their career. Yeah. And they get overused.
0: Yeah. I- I I one hundred percent would one hundred percent get it. Uh, so best wishes to to Chad. We were actually joking about the transition from three naps to two with our daughter. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I love the two nap schedule now. Evie is crushing the two nap schedule. Is well, she
1: only take two naps a
0: day? She, yeah, yeah. So she she if we we both run the same sleep program, which is all about like wake windows. So it's like the baby can only be awake for so long before they you know are overtired and whatever so you like kind of schedule the naps around like okay they can be awake for this long and then they have to go down right but like fitting in that third nap started to get very difficult so then all of a sudden the bedtimes later because we had to get in a third nap because she couldn't make it to the bedtime but she also like you know can't sleep too long we're really diving into it so anyway (laughs) he's like i'm scared about the transition i was like trust me man the first week is rough but once you get the two naps down oh it's amazing because you get (laughs) i get like two hour plus periods of time like hour and 20 hour and 30 where like I know okay she's like chilling. she's down she's you know and then she's going to bed at seven. Oh like, nice. So then Andrea and I also. What time have she's night. up? She's up at six. Oh, that's she's up at six. I actually the only time I mind it is like when I'm working games like this week, which I guess is a lot. But like if I'm when I'm working events, then I'm like oh waking up at six is tough. But otherwise, I kind of like starting the to day early, early like that. Yeah. yeah, and I like our special time in the morning together, and and then I like knowing like damn it's like i'm putting her down at like 8 45 and i've already like had a full day and I'm ready, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know like yeah, i can yeah, yeah. it's like attacking the day early how what are you doing on retirement are you waking up early or are you waking up late
1: i wake up early bro I, my kids i got kids up uh Sias and jayden have to be at school at seven fifty. so i usually get up at like 7 um wake carter up and then i take them to school Go get Carter his Dunkin' Donuts. Circle back <laughs> around, pick him up, and drop him off.
0: I, I love a I love a morning dad routine. Oh you know, man, morning bro. dad routine is great. Yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's like uh, it's like clockwork. No yeah. matter what, like that's what I do every morning. I'm up at seven o'clock, seven fifteen, coffee, seven thirty in the car, Dunkin' Donuts, back around, pick up Carter. That's beautiful, man. That's, what's nice Carter's little, order from Dunkin' Donuts? Just a little fat motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Three no, no, bacon no. wake-up wraps. He had three bacon wake-up wraps, <sighs> ten chocolate-glazed Munchkins, and a Nestle Quick uh, bottle of... Chocolate milk every day, every morning, Cass. Oh no, man, come it's on. like <laughs> clockwork. Every I have to put <laughs> that in my phone. I have to order it in my phone at Dunkin' Donuts. That's what he eats every morning. Kes. Oh
0: my gosh, that's <laughs> hilarious. God bless Carter. Oh my, it's he's, he's one of a kind. Hey, guys. speaking of Carter, is Carter and are you ready for Obi Wan on Friday?
1: Oh man, it's it, it's me and Jaden. Jaden's into it. Jay, oh Jaden, Jaden. I didn't a, know Jaden was a Star no, Wars Jayden's fan. No, Jaden's a Star Wars girl. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's what I want for Evie. So. Yeah, she's excited.
0: Actually, today I sent you and Amber the pictures. Evie's wearing the Star Wars that. denim jacket that. that you guys yeah, got seen her. Yeah, I was yeah. looking out the house. Yeah, it was so cute. She had on her little Princess Leia pants and then the the uh, Star Wars jean jacket. Yeah, and it man.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, my cousin Dee's excited. Yeah. Uh, my trainer Dave Paladino. Oh, he's
0: a Star Wars guy. He's too? a Star Wars guy. And Obi Wan's just like sick. Ah, uh, oh, it's the best.
1: Obi wans sick, but Disney Plus. Did you watch Book Night?
0: Uh, moon I mean, Knight? Uh, new moon night. No, but like I heard moon it was great. Night. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah. Okay. because Oscar Isaac was in there, yep. right? I, okay, I heard it was really good, but moon I didn't. See it. I, was, you thought it was I mean, okay? I mean, it was just okay. Okay, got you, got you. Uh, I didn't see it, but yet. but I mean, it's something to watch. You, you watch Book of Boba Fett, though, right? Yeah, I finished yeah. it. Yeah, that I, I loved, that. and obviously Mando is great. I can't wait for this one. Now, will you watch it as it airs? Because you usually wait, but I'm worried for you if you wait with Obi Wan.
1: No, I like to wait, so I I'll know.
0: wait. You're gonna wait? Yeah, you're gonna wait till it's totally done. I'll right. wait
1: until they are like five or six in, okay. And then, I'll, and then I'll and I'll watch it all like on a flight to L.A. or if I go to Paris or London yeah. or whatever, and I'll be able to watch them all.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, see, how about the conference finals? It's weird, right? I mean, the Warriors are clearly a lot better than the Mavs, and okay, Dallas took a game, but we expect Golden State to do its thing. But the Celtics-Heat series is so strange. And this has been a theme throughout a few different series in these playoffs because some series like this one have gone deep, Mm -hmm. but the games are not close. They're blowouts. I I don't know if there's anything to diagnose or if it's just totally random. But, you know, because some problems are just problems without a solution, right, that just happen to be happening, and then some problems have solutions. I don't know which category this falls under. I think
1: this is just just happening. Random. Yeah, I think it's just random. But, I mean, every NBA game, you know, you had those big swings like that where you have, I mean, team gets up by 10, 12, sometimes 20 points. Um, but in these in these conference final games, you don't see that comeback in the third yeah, quarter. Yeah, usually there's a run there's, back. There's usually yeah. a run back in the third quarter, and you yeah. haven't been seeing that. For whatever reason, whether it's like, fuck it, I'm going to just rest, and I know I have another game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it's game five, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what what that is, but I think it's you know I, I think it's just happened. I don't think there's any solution to yeah you know. Um, but but we we're getting deep series, which is
0: fine. I know, right? Exactly. That's why when people are like trashing it. I'm like, well, No, Basketball
1: is good. Oh and man, the, and the players that are still in are, are fun to watch. It's so great. I mean, I got no complaints from the NBA or the conference finals right now.
0: Yeah, me either. And 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 if Game Five, Six, and Seven happen and are all epic games, then. You who know? cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a totally different story. Like we're two two after four. That's a great thing. I,
1: it's crazy in the East. I don't know who to root for. I kind of. I mean, I, I, I love Jason Tatum, but I hate the Celtics. Mm. Um, but and then I like Jimmy Butler. You know what I'm saying? And I like, like Miami. Miami. I like Tyler Hero. Well, you like I like Miami Bam. The City too. Uh, everybody loves.
0: Miami. I know. Miami, so the I'm city. saying,
1: yeah. Um, so no, I'm I mean I, you... I mean I hate the Celtics. I don't hate. Boston. I mean, no 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 no. I don't no. actually hate. Bo- you the team. Why well, do I hate Boston? The I don't city? know. Let's Maybe a little bit. This. You're a Yankee. <laughs> I don't. I don't guess Listen, I really hate Boston exact. the city. Do you? I don't think so. No, I don't know. Boston's kind of charming. I think Boston's kind of kind of cool city. Yeah, me too. Like, I just don't like like if there was teams. if there if the Red Sox like if that was the Kansas if it was Kansas City yeah then I would like Kansas I, would I like know that what you're as, saying. You know what I'm saying.
0: I, it's a weird equation you're coming up with, but I get what you're you saying. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, it's,
1: it, it's, it, if it it's, wasn't the Red
0: Sox yeah. hometown, yes. I would like that city a lot more. I totally agree. It's so funny because I have that, like, that was always part of my programming as well, growing up a diehard New York sports fan, right? And I then I go to Boston, especially, like, as I've gotten older, and I'm like, I, this is it's a lovely place, bad. man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a and, but, then it, city. It,
1: but something just will not let me like it? like anything yeah, about yeah. it. Like whether it's the Celtics, the Patriots. I love, I mean, I did like Tom Brady. Yeah, but I did. I wouldn't root for well, him. the teams.
0: Yeah, but it's it's weird, man. I don't know. You know what's funny is I I always felt that with the Red Sox, obviously, and and with the Patriots. Oh no, um, you definitely felt that with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent, hundred percent. But I. I mean, and with the Celtics, I, I I don't know what it is, if it's because of, like, doing NBA games, so I just have, like, just the way I do them, it's just, like, I have more of, um, I don't know, like, just more relationships in the game and stuff yeah. like that, and a little less, like, fandom. You like the Celtics. Yeah. yeah. I, Brad Stevens is one of the most- I love won- Brad Stevens. Yeah, he's one of the most wonderful people to deal with, you know? <laughs> he's really, really and, cool. <laughs> so I love Brad, so I've always been super excited and happy for his success, and then uh, Ime, I even
1: love JJ, their equipment manager. Oh, you know, JJ's JJ the is best. the best die guy Diehard yes. Yankee fan. Diehard die Yankee fan. The best. The best guy he, in sports. We're gonna have to send him this podcast because yes. He's gonna be pumped. Yeah. Yes. So,
0: like the relationships there, I'm like, and then I like Ime, and I'm happy mm-hmm. for him. You know, because here's a guy who should have gotten a chance a long time ago to be mm-hmm. a head coach, and he's absolutely killing it. And then um, even watch
1: Brad like take a step back and then still be killing it in the front office. Like it's dope. The, Br- what they've done. What they've done.
0: Brilliant. It's like awesome. the, the moves he made and everything. Brilliant. Yeah. So I know. I, I, I actually, I, I kind of like the Celtics. So, and I like the Heat a lot too. Cause to me, I just really admire uh, Spolstra and the organization yeah. and what they've built. You know, and Jimmy Butler's At also Riley. like the kind of dude who I'd like want on my team. You know, yeah. and. Sues really close with Jimmy and Kyle Lowry and just like swears by them as dudes. I don't really know them, but Kyle I trust Lowry, her. good people's guys. Yeah, that's yeah. what everyone says. He's just a, lot of, a great I played a dude. couple rounds with him in Did Tahoe. You? He's good. Yeah, everyone good says dude. he's a great dude. Great yeah. dude. So, I kind of look at it and I'm like, just give me seven games and whoever wins wins, yeah. you know? Like yeah. but I'm curious if either of them are going to be able to give Golden State a series.
1: I think Miami would give Golden State a series. You think so? Yeah. I
0: don't know, man. My Golden State just has so much firepower. They are
1: so good. Cause. Like I, If
0: you told me Golden State going to win the finals in five, I would not be shocked at nah. all. Not at all. You, you hop back on board just at the right time. You see that?
1: Man. I can but, never lose with the NBA, bro.
0: Yeah. you <laughs> Never. CC's got championship hats for like 30 straight oh, seasons. Oh, man. But I, this one, yeah. I
1: might have to buy no new ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one, you
0: just go back. Uh, me, me, meanwhile, I got to see if my nets can put things together in this offseason. Uh, nah, that'll all be fine. That'll hook, be fine. Hook you back in for next season. Nah, get your t- title this year and then bring you back.
1: We got to get KD to some baseball games this summer, man. I, I know. He loves baseball. We said baseball. that last year, but yeah. uh, I think we can do it this year.
0: We should do an R2C2 and uh, et cetera's uh, cross pod as well. Okay. Yeah, we should do that. We should see if uh, we could, because he, you know, he loves baseball, so he can give us some baseball stuff, you know. We can do some hoop stuff. We can do some hoop stuff with him. I think that's uh, in the works. Um, C, uh, we are, uh, we'll are. we have another pod next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just so the audience knows, nothing's going to change for you. The feed you're subscribed to now, you're going to have a new episode pop up next week. Um, it just will no longer be uh, associated with The Ringer. Uh, but thankfully, we're not going to make you uh, move feeds again. I know we've already done that to you too many times. Uh, and so uh, we appreciate you guys hanging with us. You guys know as well, full episodes will be on YouTube. Uh, as well so if you go to our YouTube page on R2C2 uh, the full episodes are going to be there as as well moving forward uh, right away so you can check that out correct yes alright yeah that's that's truth so make sure you're subscribing <laughs> to that if you want to watch it on YouTube and um, and thanks to, to Bill Simmons everyone at the Ringer for the last two years we appreciate it and see uh, you know we'll have a new landing spot sometime soon but in the meantime the audience they just get to keep listening yeah we'll see y'all we'll see y'all that's right Big thanks to our producers, Sadie Zillow, Bobby Wagner, always doing a fantastic job. And special shout out to Bobby, who came to us via The Ringer and has just been a godsend. We love you, Bobby. Peace, everybody. Peace.